welcome to Medicine Will Podcast, which main purpose is sharing ancient wisdom applicable to your day today. This information is based on teachings of all civilizations in this planet Earth and insights of indigenous communities around the world. A sparkle of wisdom to get to know yourself. Buckle up and get ready for the initiation journey. Now you are in the warrior's path. Hello and welcome to another episode of Medicine Wheel Podcast. Today, our guest is Eva Samples. She has a master's degree in child development and mass media education. She is a certified therapeutic art life coach and kids yoga teacher, also a family photographer for over eight years in the Bay Area, and she has sat in medicine circles with the School of Shamanic Initiation. Hi, Eva. Thank you so much for being here today. Welcome to Medicine Wheel Podcast. Hi, Jessica. Uh, um, thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much for being here. And our topic for today is art as education. Uh, when we are kids, we have um, that natural curiosity and creativity. And as we get older, we absorb ideas from society, from our families, friends, about how art is a waste of time. There are plenty of people who discredit art because they don't believe it as a real career. Um, and this is simply false. Art uh, takes talent, creativity to solve uh, problems, obstacles, and it's hard work as well, uh, just like any other profession. Even if you are performing surgery or defending a person in court, creativity will always help you solve these problems and any obstacles that we encounter. So um, Eva, in your experience, um, what can be a good first approach to reconnect with our natural process of curiosity? To create, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, um, I think in today's society, um, curious adults tend to have the label of rebels or crazy. You know, like if people, if humans, if, if adults are really curious, if they are very open-minded, because, you know, to be very curious, you need to be really open-minded um, through your entire life. And when you, when you tend to be that, you tend to uh, do things a little bit different uh, against the, you know, society rules or expectations. And um, people tend to see you through this filter of, you know, or oh, you're a rebel or, you know, you're a little, she's a little crazy or he's a little crazy, you know. That's also, you know, it's, it's meant in a, or the word also is used in a, in a, in a negative way. It's not like, oh, you know, she's crazy or like, oh, rebel, insane, or like, and they, they, they just make, you know, and they smile and laugh. So I think that that's why, that's why it's, it's very, very important, I feel, uh, for adults to not to, lose that the will of even the interest of creating and not on a and it's not it's not about like creating a, a, a you know something something meaningful it's not about uh, painting a a 
a painting that will be, you know, put in museum. It's not to have this high standard of like, oh my God, you know, creativity is only for talented people. Just uh, like, like, for example, you know, kids are very, very naturally curious uh, because that's how we, that's how we are. Our, that's how we are. It's just from, from the, you know, from the day we are born to learn, to survive in, in our, you know, environment, we need to be, we need to be curious. Uh, we need to want to learn things that just comes very naturally to kids. We don't, when we are kids, we don't have to do anything specific to, to foster this feeling of being curious of, you know, we, we like even parents, they, they kind of, they nurture it. They want to, uh, they push kids towards being creative and curious. They, you know, sign them to classes, art classes, tech class, like, you know, dance classes, horse riding classes, ballet classes, you know, all that stuff, because they want to nurture the kids to, you know, to learn more, to become more, to be exposed to more. And when we get older, it just feels like, it just feels like we tend to get very closed. Like, you know, we, it's kind of funny how it is, you know, when we, when we are kids, we are, we are being fostered and we are being pushed to be, to be curious. But then as we grow older, the curiosity, being curious is becoming a burden. It's like the older you get, instead of people nurturing that natural curiosity, you uh, or society or parents or teacher are trying to kind of put you in a box now, you know, like, yeah. it, uh, it, don't... it becomes to, it's, it's being punished now. No, if Exa you want to put it like that. Exactly. Right now, now, yeah. if you are asking, mm -hmm. like when a kid asks a, um, a hard question, parents or teachers are tend to, you know, kind of like, oh, wow, you know, that's so smart. And they want to answer that question. And they, they want to praise that kid for, for that question. And then when an adult, when you're an adult and you start asking hard questions uh, to other people, everybody's looking at you like, like you're the troublemaker. Like you are just yeah. want to steer shit up. Wh why are you asking this? You shouldn't be asking this. And they start starting to 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 label you, and yes. that's why the, where the curiosity dies off a little bit or a lot. And you know, we just we just live our daily life. Not really, the curiosity is not 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 nurtured anymore. It's it's actually the opposite. The more we get curious, the more we get we tend to be punished for it, like you said. And so, you know, an adult, as adults, we just decide it's also safe for us. Our brain, you know, I, I read somewhere that I think it's like the 80%, around 80% of, um, of the human brain just runs our default patterns that we create during our life. So, you know, we just repeat the patterns in our head because it's very easy. It's very safe for us and the brain wants safety, you know, whatever is unknown, it's uncomfortable. So, and it, it doesn't, you know, the default, the patterns, 
they just kind of make our life safer and easier. And it's, it's like where I, I compare it to like a fast food for the brain, you know, all the patterns or the labels that society gives us, parents gives us, teachers gives us, or, you know, political views or religion churches that we are put into. You know, it's like the, it's a fast food for our brain. It's, it's just pre-made. It's ready for us to reach for it whenever we, we are hungry. But is it healthy? So I feel that's why a lot of people learn that curiosity is a bad thing. So they just naturally stop becoming, becoming curious. You know, I feel like to, to, to go back to your question, to reconnect with our natural process of curiosity. For me, that's where the art, and it's not the art that, it's not the art that we think of, like in society, the art is, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful piece that we need to create. We need to be, oh, art is only for the talented. When somebody says art, like, oh, you need to connect with, you know, with art, you need to create more. Everybody thinks, oh my God, I'm not talented. Like, you know, I, I, I haven't made anything in years. So, or I never, I, I haven't painted since, painted since I, or I haven't, you know, hold, hold it brush since I was five years old. So I don't know what to do. I'm not talented. And, and it's not about that. It's creativity is about just reconnecting with, yeah, with our curiosity. It's like, sitting in the front in front of of a empty page and being curious about what i can make out of it without a judgment art is photography art is painting art is music art is dancing art is sculpture art is even making a furniture like art just creating the the, the process it's not it's not about even the, the, the final result, you know, because at the end, uh, at the end of it, I, you know, I, I often crumble the, crumble the page and throw it away because it's not about the, the, the final result It's about the process. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, um, you know, anything going back to that curiosity, you know, that natural process that we had as kids, um, you know, just, just bring it back by maybe, you know, dancing with your kids in the living room, uh, maybe just, you know, creating something with the leaf outside of your house, uh, maybe taking photos with your phone. I mean, it doesn't, you don't have to be a professional to start doing the things that you like and to start doing the things that you love. Um, and so to bring that creativity back, that also can be most of the times very, very fun to reconnect to that, um, to that artist that we all have. Uh, because in also what you were saying, when we become adults, we stop, um, you know, connecting to that because we are so afraid of making a mistake because we are exactly. so afraid of being, you know, compared to other people who, uh, in the eyes of other people are going to do the, the work better than you. And like you were saying, I mean, you can paint, but it, not to paint, to have your painting in a museum, but to enjoy the process of creation, to um, just express yourself uh, by, you know, 
talking about your your emotions. Maybe that day you feel emotional and you want to express it and, and you don't have any outlet. Well, art is always the best outlet to express yourself in any way that you want. And there's no comparison. There's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. There's just your expression and the way that you want to do it. And, you know, that those misconceptions um, that we have grew up with where, well, you have to be good to do it. If you're not going to be doing it seriously, then don't even bother. Um, then uh, we have the don't, if you have a hobby, it's just a hobby. You cannot turn your hobby into a career and be successful at it. Um, so, you know, we have like all these uh, misconceptions about art. So in your career as a photographer and in your experience, uh, what is the biggest misconception about art in our society today? Yeah, I think, well, there's, I think there's a few uh, misconceptions. And of course, one of the biggest ones is, you know, that art, like I mentioned before, is another skill that we need to acquire, right? Like being talent, you need a, so, you know, for example, a nurse, an office worker, or electrician, you know, when you tell them, do do more art, you know, get involved, you know, because because if they have some kind of emotional, you know, problems or they feel down or they, you know, get depressed or they deal with a lot of things. And then, you know, somebody tells them, well, you know, maybe you should become more creative or or find hobby. And they are like art. Well, art is another skill like I need to learn. I'm going to have to go and learn how to paint. I'm going to have to go and learn how to do this and how to do that. And uh, I don't have I don't have time for this. All these things that they think that they need to do in order to create or they need to learn in order to create. You know, like like, you know, when you when you ask a kid, paint a horse, a small kid say, hey, paint me a horse, you know. Within 10 minutes, you're going to have you're going to have something on the page. It might suck. It might be terrible. It might not even uh, resemble a horse, but the kid will be very proud of it. And the kid will sit down, will paint you a horse and and that's his horse. And he'll be and he'll be happy about about it. And when you ask an adult to to paint a horse. Yes. In adult mind is already, adult is already panicking. It's like, oh my God, I don't know how to do this. I don't, how am I going to create the head? I don't know that it's, I need to, you know, I need to know how to create the, oh my God, for 30 minutes, this adult's going to sit and stare at the blank page, just panicking because he or she have no idea what to do and because they imagine that you are asking them to create a masterpiece of a horse and then if they can't do it they are start thinking about themselves as not talented stupid they start judging themselves or they are afraid that they are going to be laughed at they are not worthy and they are not skilled and you know, they are finding all these things to just criticize themselves for it. So, you know, for me, that the big misconception is like like that. And I feel like, you know, art is not for the talented ones. Art is for everybody. And like we talked, art is not only to be displayed and showcased. Art can be, like you said, 
it just can be for us. You know, we sit in the house. We don't need to show it to anybody. Like we can dance with our kids. Nobody needs to know that. You know, we can sing and we can create stupid songs and sing them out loud. Nobody needs to hear that. Nobody needs to judge us for it. And that's art. And that's, I feel like that's one of the, the biggest misconceptions. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And, um, you know, I feel like it's, uh, it's also very important for us to start, you know, reconnecting to our, as you were saying, for adults is, is very, very important that we reconnect to any form of creativity to start dropping or leaving behind those ideas that we grew up uh, with about art, about creativity, about, you know, the struggling artists or that you have right. to be suffering in order to create good things. Um, but what about just just doing it to start creating, to know what you are capable of, to start reconnecting to that beautiful aspect of just not caring about time. Uh, most of the times that I have, you know, been uh, con reconnecting with my creativity, uh, doing any creative outlet, um, usually the time won't matter. Uh, comparisons won't matter. Like you just focus on what you are doing and you start, you know, uh, bringing out any feeling, any emotion, any that you want to offer and that you want to put there that is yours and that is completely your expression and your creativity, which is, you know, um, a great, great thing to, to do on your everyday life. Um, and I feel also that it's very important for us to start, you know, breaking those patterns and, and those ideas in order for us to start writing our own stories. So, um, In this, in this podcast, we have, you know, talked about writing our own story, writing our own myth, you know, shifting ideas, shifting beliefs. So um, why is it, in your opinion, important to break patterns from family and society in order to write our own story and start becoming more independent from those programs that we have grew up with? That's a hard question. <laughs> I think the universe as it is, has been around for almost 14 billion, billion years. You know, it has been here before us, before people came along, and it will be here after we are gone. For me, such narrow concepts um, as, as society, as family, as religion, you know, the definition of any political views that we have are very, I don't want to say it's stupid, but it's so, so narrow mind. Limited. Like it, limited. Yeah. It's so narrow. Like there is, you know, we, 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 I think we can only feel whole, you know, when we belong. Yes. Recently, I don't know, I don't remember who said that quote, but somebody said, a man is, is not an island. You know, we can't live alone. We need other people. We need society. Yes, we need these concepts like the political views and churches and family. They make us belong. They feel us like, they make us feel like we belong. I feel like uh, there's something bigger. Other misconceptions that we have, they just, we are building these bubbles, these boxes that people are being, they are being put in that box and the society wants us to stay there because it's easier to, I don't know, manage people. 
but we are connected as well to something a little bit bigger than that. You know, we are connected to to the earth. And then beyond that, everything changes all the time. I feel like we humans being a part of this bigger, you know, thing, it's very unnatural to be forced to stay in one state for the entire life, you know, to believe in one thing, to have only one point of view. You know, our natural state is to always learn. Most families and society tells us, all, you know, tells us what, what to learn, how to learn. For me, you know, I've always been the, the black sheep, you know, because I've always been, been asking the, the, the hard questions. I've always been looking in places where everybody says, don't go there. Don't do that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why not? That's why I think it is, you know, super important to, to teach, to, to teach the youngsters, you know, to teach the kids to spread the word that labels are not okay. The hard questions are okay. And the curiosity is okay. Well, thank you, Eva. We have come to to the end of our episode. I I truly, you know, agree with uh, with what you have said. I I can relate as well as you know as a photographer, um, as a mom, and also as being you know the crazy or the black sheep of of the family or the one that does you know things differently. Um, the weirdo family. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and uh yeah, but I think you know it's uh like you said it's it's good that um that, that yeah that we question and it's good that we are uh, or that we are shifting you know those ideas especially for the people that are the kids or the younger generations so that yeah they they don't have to go against the flow. They don't have to be, you know, in this war, be a rebel and rebelling against, you know, everything that you encounter, every authority, every idea, every misconception because yeah, we we want to seek more. We want to understand more and we want to grow in in a world where we can be who we would like to be and express and and celebrate that. Uh you know, welcoming every different idea, welcoming every way of thinking because because that is creativity as well, uh, you know, right. being able to welcome everything and everyone and just respect, you know, the, the way that everyone does things and in uh, their culture and their way of thinking, which I think nowadays is it will be very helpful if we at least open up to different ways of doing things. And even if we don't do them that way, just respecting the way that other people think and believe and feel. Well, thank you so much, Eva, for being here. Um, thank you so much for your wisdom and your time. Thank you. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, Remember that in order to be healed, you need to become your own healer. See you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Medicine World Podcast. We invite you to join the healing experience, getting in touch with sacred plant medicine, to explore the shamanic initiation teachings, and reconnect with the shaman in you, to experience the energy medicine using the beautiful practice of microdosing. For more information, go to theshamanicschool.com or medicinewillatx.com. If you know friends, family, or anyone who can benefit from these practices, help us and spread the word. See you in the next episode.